This storm will kill you. Look, look, look! I'm telling you! You know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, <laughs> all the way till the end. It was white. And I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the forehead and... Uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 130. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is July the 9th on This Day in History. In 1985, the Greenpeace ship Rainbow Warrior sinks. I'd like to think I had something to do with that. That's the year I was born. (laughs) The ship was in harbor in New Zealand when it was bombed and sunk. By the Japanese? No. Killing Fernando Pereira, a photographer who was aboard the ship. It was found out later that French government operatives were responsible for the incident. Right? You just made a face. You made a face because I was like, what the fuck as well? Here we go. Operation Satanic? <laughs> Is that what they really called it? Uh, let's see. Greenpeace was about to go protest a, a nuclear test by France. Mm. So France sent agents to New Zealand to bomb this ship. Uh, France, being an ally of New Zealand, initially denied involvement and joined in condemning what it described a terrorist act. Oh, we... <laughs> we we oh we had nothing to do with that. Oh shit! Oh, we, we. After the bombing, the New Zealand police started one of the country's largest police investigations. They identified two of the French ag- agents, Captain Dominique Pruer and Commander Alan. Oh, oh no Al- no! Alan Maffart. Hmm. Maffart. I like Maffart better. Uh, Pure and Maffart were identified with the help of a neighborhood watch group <laughs> and arrested. Hey. Those, those, I can't do New Zealand. Those, those, those French assholes. What the hell? That's like Southern. What the hell was that? I don't know, man. I gotta get into the. Mate, I gotta, mate, those assholes. <laughs> no, that's not it either. I can't, oh, I can't do it. I gotta get. Weird. I have to like practice and yeah. then start. Yeah, yeah. I but can I can do, do I can I, do an American accent. Just do it in American then. I don't know. It's, it's not the same. We didn't bomb your ship. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, uh, mate, you did it. You did it. Those fuck you. Oh, <laughs> those are terrorists. <laughs> uh, anyway, what else happened? Hey, speaking of Auckland, New Zealand, in 1967, New Zealand adopted a new currency. The New Zealand pound was replaced by the New Zealand dollar. Yeah, all the cool countries have dollars. Yeah. America, Canada, Australia, New, new Zealand. Zealand. Yeah, and that's, I think that's, that's it. it. Uh, the Bahamas. <laughs> oh yeah, Puerto Rico. When do you think the fir- world's first communication satellite was launched that broadcast live live t- television images? It was known as Telstar. I don't know, nineteen sixty nine. Sixty two. I think you should make a shirt that says Telstar. Telstar. That's what it was called. Is that the the? It was the name of the satellite. Was it like a military one? No, or? it was a collab between the U.S. and U.K. and France. Oh. Transmitted the first live TV images in the world. 
Ew, it looks like a Star Wars robot. It doesn't look real. Telstar? Yeah, it looks like something off of 2001 <laughs> A Space Odyssey. How come it pulled up a song? The Tornado. Yeah, I know. You got to type in satellite. I don't know why it pulled up a song. That was super weird. I guess it was a big... I oh, it does. Was, I thought it was R2-D2. It first. looks like a... <laughs> it kind of reminds me of the drones on Hoth. Yeah. Other than they don't have the... It doesn't show the little legs. Meow, 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 uh, hey, by the way, I didn't say this. You can find us at the Arctic Pod on uh, TikTok and Instagram or the ArcticPodcast.com where you can get official, officially licensed product that I'm wearing. Yeah, I here. saw you wearing that and I, I thought it was some cool new brand, but apparently you made that somehow. It's, it's our cool brand. What? Starting it now. I forget what it stands for. It's So it's an SBNF hat, which I thought was a railroad. <laughs> San Bernardino North I Francisco. Have, I have uh, North Fay, Santa Fe. <laughs> some old friends on the drumline to thank for this. Oh. SBNF. I think it was the drumline. I can't remember. Uh, it's shitballs and fuck. And I thought that it would make a cool brand. So you can go to theartakepodcast.com and get your own SBNF hat right now or shirt. Or shirt? Yeah. Maybe I'll do something with it. I don't know. I think you should. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think it's a cool brand. Can I put it on a train? Absolutely. Actually, that's kind of a good idea. Anything anything with this is a good idea. I like trains. Shitballs and fuck. I've been swearing a lot lately. Like, it's been well, weird. It's a I, I, bad time first, to start a new brand. That the first <laughs> few seasons, or seasons? <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely in season four now yeah. of the show. Well, there's no, well, there used to be 25 episodes in a season for most se- series. For so TV we're like, shows. Yeah. So we're like on season five, you know, maybe even six. We should. I mean, Which technically, really, you changed you, the intro music. That's true. Like fifty episodes ago yeah, or I mean, something. I, you know, if we're, we're years. We're, we're, I mean, we're doing. You know, and, and seven seasons is a pretty good run. If so, if we can get there, then. So what is that? One hundred and forty, ish. No, it's a hundred and. Well, we need to get to Simpson status, which is like <laughs> seven hundred something. Cops. No. Except not get canceled. Simpsons is the longest running. That's true. Simpsons beat out Gunsmoke, which I think they just made like episodes like, every day for that show or something. I don't Gunsmoke? know. Gunsmoke? Yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't even on that long. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Get your own uh, SBNF exclusive uh, VR Take Podcast hat. Um, speaking of balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've well, had a busy week, right? So, kind of. Uh, it's it's Saturday, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> so at the beginning of this week, well, I had a family reunion at the end of last week, which was the whole thing. But right. then on Monday, a lot of people don't know this, but it was the 4th of July <laughs> and also your birthday. It's my birthday. Some people don't know that you share a birthday with Hitler. <laughs> um, Hitler. Vladimir Putin. Yeah, all, oddly <laughs> enough, born on July 4th. And George W. Bush. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, I don't know who else would, but yeah. So uh, we we did we kind of hung out on your birthday. We yep. went to a terrible parade, and then I watched news of another terrible parade. Uh, that was a rough day. Rough day. Lots of bad parade action. Yeah, people uh, not making it through the parades. Um, Time to just cancel parades. They're yeah. not, they're really not that. Yes. Well, at this point, we just need to cancel everything apparently because we can't go. America anywhere. can't celebrate without. Without, Some shit without happening. gunfire, so 
Yeah, if, you were telling me about the <laughs> no people were celebratory gunfire. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I gotta Google it, but there was at least um, some injuries and one death from celebratory gunfire, which in a developed country like the U.S. <laughs> yeah, like shouldn't be a thing. It just here's the problem. You know what countries getting, do that? Americans, all the ones we're at war with. <laughs> the the like the fuck Biden flags and the Trump flags and the the thin blue line flags on the backs of trucks and now celebratory gunfire and and some like the Patriot Front wearing masks and sunglasses. Yeah, it is so close to ISIS, right? Like the all that needs to happen is they need to be driving shitty Toyota and Nissan trucks. Oh, this happened in Oakland, <laughs> so six people reported injuries from celebratory gunfire after the 4th of July Oakland A's game uh, versus the Blue Jays. You know, the Canadians are just like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> well, why do they have to make it, like, after the game? It's not like people had guns at the game. I mean, yeah, they I could have. But it's well, not like they're it's sitting Oakland, in the... so, I mean... <laughs> they're sitting in the bleachers. They're like... in the parking lot in wait. <laughs> yeah. And that's a walk-off. <laughs> and I heard on the news that somebody got... Got 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 killed from celebratory gunfire. Was this one that you were telling me was over a lake though? Yeah. Uh, I'd have like, to. I'd have to see if people that forget even... how far bullets travel, especially if you shoot them at an upward angle. Uh, I can't. Oh, there it is. It's an Akron. Chelsea Jones, twenty six, from Akron, died from injuries after a bullet came through her front window and hit her in the head. Oh, she wasn't even outside. No, it came through the window. Shit. But it was Akron, so maybe it was just <laughs> man, a drive-by celebratory. Jeez. I was reading, like, the arc of a bullet. I was reading, like, a, about a sniper. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just like a, did you know this interesting fact? And it was like if you were half a mile away mm-hmm. and you were looking at someone through a window in a little hut. Mm-hmm. You would have to. The bullet would actually have to go over the hut. Well, yeah, you have to do the Coriolis effect, and there's well, just, all the and just just the arc. You have to deal with gravity. Right, right. This, right. Is, this is really interesting. Yeah, you know, the, you could hit someone behind snipers. The, you got to yeah. have like a spotter and and make actual calculations and yeah. stuff. Do some math. It's not. Uh, it's not quite as simple as Call of Duty makes it seem. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah, this one it's they said a... so they they haven't completely confirmed that it was celebratory gunfire, but they found. She was shot by nine millimeter, and they found casings on a boat dock across the lake from where she lives of a nine millimeter. So, well, they should be able to run some ballistics then. It's a crazy coincidence, though. That's Although, awful. I, as I've stated before, I have shot a clay pigeon with a nine millimeter before. So, I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, can you imagine though, like, <sighs> like you're on you're on the lake. You've been drinking a little bit. Right. You put, like, some cans out. You know, you shoot the cans. You go home. And then on the news, woman dies. Oh, that, uh. There's no way that was that us, right? That could have been us, that, right? That wasn't us, right? Like, Did we pick up our casings? casings? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, we never pick up our casings. And that's why you should always pick, pick up, up your casings. It's <laughs> terrible, man. You gotta shoot into the mountain. Why? What kind of I, jackass shoots? I don't know. Shoots out in the open towards anything. Well, it's kind of hard because that—that was definitely. I mean, I guess 
it's not celebratory. Like he wasn't shooting it straight up. No. Because MythBusters debunked yeah. that. Right. That a bullet stops its ballistic spin and. Yeah, I'm not sure how these people got injured get, in Oakland unless it just fell and I think shattered. It, right. I mean, I the think col- if it hurt. was inside the Coliseum, that thing's falling apart, so the cement's <laughs> probably very loose. <laughs> I mean, you, I think you could still get hurt by a falling bullet. Right, right, but right. But it's not, it's not going to be ballistic spin all the way up and then back down. Right, right, right. But I, shooting across a lake, you were probably doing, like, trying to hit a buoy or something, <laughs> you know? Set up those cans on the boat. <laughs> Speaking of dumbassery, have you seen... These two fires that we have in southern Utah in Fillmore. There's one right here. But so Fillmore. Of, but the one in Fillmore was a field and then a tire fire. And they were they were arson. Someone lit a tire fire? Well, it's like a it's a tire recycling. Oh, so someone went into the tire recycling place, started the tires on fire, yeah. <laughs> and it and it started a wildfire. Yeah, it won't go out. Uh, let's see. It's in Fillmore, which is right next to Beaver. Um, in addition to two wildfires that have forced evacuations in Millard County, a tire shredding plant, like the one you... Ah, yeah, they make uh, the, yeah. the mulch. It uh, has also caught fire, and they're so they're having to drop foam and stuff on it because it's, you know, you've so seen did the, the Simpsons. But did the wildfire start no, the tire No, no, the guy lit both, apparently. Wow. And he's like, on the run. On the lamb. Yeah, there's uh, there's one in Tooele that's moving its way to Salt Lake, and there's one in uh, Cache Valley too, up uh, Sardine Canyon. People, three three wildfires in Utah right now. People at are least too stupid. For, <laughs> for I don't know, I, it's it's getting crazy. The amount of stu- I, maybe we just see it, and people have always been this stupid, but but there's something to say about that the the ubiquity of news. Right, is that a word? ubiquitousness yeah. i don't know i don't know what it means but it sounded right if something is ubiquitous it's everywhere yeah. right yeah, so yeah. like it's just yeah the news is everywhere it's instant well was it i was listening to a comedian and he said back in the day there were stupid people yeah i saw that guy but we didn't they just blended in because there were no others the, you know, and if they said social something, media if they had an idea the then people around would be like you're, people like you're that's, an idiot that's stupid but now they can get on social media and people right. are like yeah right the earth is flat Watch, yeah, the Earth is flat, and, and they they have the, their whole communities, which was impossible. Let's fly to Washington D.C. and try and overthrow the government. Yeah, <laughs> the dumb people can collaborate now. How? But after Trump did so much for them, <laughs> he was their savior, which oh, is why man. I think. Please don't run. We should nail him to a cross. <laughs> yes, he should. Anyway, all right, I'm off topic here. No, that's um, all right. Speaking of, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, oh, we had a busy week. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we had that on Monday. Tuesday, we, we jammed. Wednesday, uh, we didn't do anything. But Thursday, we went to see Thor. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I won't give you any spoilers, but I liked it. Oh, yeah, a just lot. do a, a brief review. And um, it, was, it was definitely good. There was a part in there that made me cry laugh. Yeah, it was silly. All three of us into were... the next day. Yeah. I don't know if it was actually that funny, or it, it's something that happens would happen in in like a Rick and Morty, and right. not at, in in a <laughs> in Thor, a Thor movie. in a Marvel movie. <laughs> it's just <laughs> anyway. No, and it's sometimes sometimes things when you're in the right mood just get you. Yeah, you know, it's laughing at a few. Takakuita kuikakia, tekia kuikakuita. The the director. The director. Right. 
Well, and Thor's are known to be, they're all funny. Yeah, it's because he directs them all, right. and he's, he's freaking hilarious. I he, think it's so interesting in the Marvel Universe, and you'd know way more about it than I do, but that some of them are funny, some of them are serious. They've all got funny, though. That's why they're so much better than DC. But, like, uh, Doctor Strange was more like a horror film. Well, that's because they have been trying out different directors. <laughs> that, you know? The director from that was the guy who did, like, The Grunge, which is such the a grunge? stupid movie. <laughs> the Grudge? Or the grunge. Whatever. The stupid. Starring Kurt Cobain. <laughs> the grunge. No. Kurt Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> the grudge. Right. Uh, anyway, I liked I liked Thor. It was funny. Yeah. Uh, but when I... So we, we went out to eat with our friend Danny before, and me and Danny both drank like four giant cups of soda. So we had to make urine before the movie. Mm-hmm. And so we went into... I think I sent you a picture. We went into... The bathroom there. At the theater. And, you know, we've talked about critical bathroom theory before. Right. And this bathroom, they've done it all wrong. They did, it's almost like they did it on purpose. Yeah, so there were there were three urinals. They were all very close together. Uh, but the baby urinal was trash, trash bagged off. COVID. You can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't use the... Yeah. So it was the short urinal. Was, it was, so there was only two urinals. But if you look at this picture... And there's no dividers in between the urinals. Right. This is ballpark style. Okay. Right. It may, it may as well be a trough. Right. Yeah. And they're really close together. But the weirdest thing, and there's only one stall, the weirdest thing is the distance between the two urinals to the stall is like five urinals worth. Right. They could have. <laughs> you know what happened? Huh. The plumber ran out of pipe. <laughs> they ran out of pipe. <laughs> so he put the urinals right next They've to each other. They got a little too pricey for Cinemark. Like, mm, We're just going to have to tile. We're going to have to charge 50 cent more a movie. Right. If we want to add these five other Just to add it to the popcorn. Here. Yeah, so, so there was a bunch of wall. Me and Danny are peeing next to each other, and I was having a tiny bit of stage fright. Right. And he made me laugh, and I peed all over myself and <laughs> a little on him. And yeah. I couldn't are... help but look over and glance at his, you know, yeah. enormous Johnson. Have you ever rubbed elbows? It was that close. Yeah. We could have. You we, touch we elbows? But I tucked. Telling you, know, you, you could be midstream. And if you touch elbows, it gets cut off. Immediately. Stage fright just immediately. immediately kicks on. Yeah. Unless you're like a World War II vet or something. And then you can just. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had to pee in a trough, but anywhere. I remember not liking it. <laughs> you're standing That's next to weird. people. I remember like, loving it. There's <laughs> like seven pee streams. In fact, oh. I, I've been looking into getting just a trough for my bathroom have that you, I can do both one and two. <laughs> have you ever seen that video of that guy? That it's like, so the setup is like a woman is doing a news story. Mm-hmm. So the, the camera, then she, and behind her is a urinal trough. Oh, gross. And while she's filming, while they're filming her, and she's talking about something. I don't know what she's talking about. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Someone walks up and grabs the urinal cake. They think oh. it's a sink with soap. Have you ever oh, seen that video? No. Oh, man. Why is she filming in front of a... I don't know. Maybe it just feels like a news thing. Maybe they were just, like, filming a TikTok oh, okay, or something. Okay, okay. Oh, I'll anyway. look into that. He's, and he looks at her, and he's like... This isn't a sink, is it? <laughs> like, oh, well, I mean, man. it's ammonia. It's you know, <laughs> the it's, look on her face. Oh, it's anyway, not the worst thing you could rub your hands. With. I'm just kind of, I'm kind of gaggy now. <laughs> I've heard that uh, it fights off COVID really well. <laughs> the ammonia right. in, the, in the urine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just think that there should be a product out there for these lazy bathroom designers where you can figure out a you know they have seat covers right 
They have. Uh, you ever use a seat cover? No. I feel like you just slide around care. on there. I don't care if I get AIDS <laughs> <laughs> on your from your legs. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't that wasn't that the whole thing? Like, wasn't that why seat covers came around? Because people were sure they were going to get STDs you and stuff what? from. We need to look up why were seat covers for toilets invented? <laughs> because it is weird. It's just your legs. Yeah. Um, germs. I don't want to get my dirty butt. Dirty. The first known patented model of the toilet seat cover dispenser date backs to 1942 and was invented by uh, John Toilet Seat. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I was trying to think of something clever, but it's J. C. Tomasa. John C. and actually roughly translates to John C. Toilet Cover. (laughs) John C. Cover. (laughs) John C. Splash. Protector AIDS. I don't know. Anyway, I think in the eighties and nineties was when they got really big. People, but they're porous. So even let's say someone peed all over the seat. Yeah, you put a seat cover down. It just it just right. goes right. through the seat yeah, cover. Yeah, that's gross. Otherwise, you couldn't flush I them. I, I, people use them, but it doesn't matter because they actually they they take the brunt of the fecal um, splashing. What's it called? When the toilet flushes, there's like a fecal explosion. Right. Mushroom cloud. Yeah, basically. <laughs> fecal spread. So they're all covered in fecal anyway. Right. We all Bathrooms are. Bathrooms are not clean no matter how much you clean no. them. Do you know what's dirtier, though? Your cell phone. You should see my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to clean it today, but I didn't. Well, I mean, if you're like me, you clean your phone in the toilet, though. So <laughs> your phone is definitely dirtier. <laughs> well, if you're like me... <laughs> <laughs> it's like in a, on a news show on Good Morning America. Well, Sally, if you're like me, that's yeah, you that's clean your phone in, in the, the toilet. toilet. <laughs> it's free it water. It builds up your phone's immune system. <laughs> oh. And then you put it in rice, which, did you know, you can save for the next day and <laughs> have it for lunch. I personally have never once had a cracked screen <laughs> because my phone's immune system. <laughs> it's so hot. Um, so I think the rest of our episode is just terrible, not great stuff. So anyway, a few weeks ago, I think we haven't done an episode since the air show mm-hmm. it right before, but there was a big air show here, um, that, uh, the we U- United States air force. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. At the air force base here. And it was a lot of fun. We went, uh, to, uh, one day kind of in a park. Not directly in the air show, and right. then I went by myself to the air show, and it was there were like half way, a million. It was people. way better. It is way better. Um, half a million people there. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll put some pictures that I took it's on basically, TikTok. It's basically a NIS, a NIS, a NASCAR event. Yes, yeah, sort of. There's that many people. No, there's definitely yeah. tons and tons of people there. There's the real problem is there's lines for everything, right? Including the urinal, the <laughs> the troughs. <laughs> You know, yeah, you think you could just squeeze people in right. a trough. But... And they're unisex troughs now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this whole... uh really low to the ground. This whole trans debate. The Air Force really uh, jumped on. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's required to stand over them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway. You straddle it, is what I'm saying. You straddle the trough now. Oh, um... So, uh, one of the things they they always bring to these uh, air shows 
is uh, the Truckosaurus. Right. Which is not actually what it's called. It's called the, it's a jet truck. Uh, What's Truckosaurus? Was that like the monster truck dinosaur that used to eat the cars? It's actually a made up from a TV a, a cartoon. <laughs> but yeah, that is you a remember thing. that though? Yeah, yeah, that is a thing. It, monster truck shows it would eat, it would right. like, chomp the cars. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they brought the shockwave jet truck, and um, when I was there, I'll have to put this picture up. They got really, really close. I thought they were going to set us on fire. Right. What the heck? Oh, this stupid Fox News site that I'm on. Anyway. Um, and it was funny because I was like in the second row, if there were rows, Row, <laughs> and, and uh, I had my camera and I was snapping pictures of it because the flames were huge. And this little girl, <laughs> this little girl just turns around and starts running and screaming away from her mom well, I mean, into this crowd of hundreds of thousands of people. And I was like, ah, wait, where are you going? It's okay. You failed to mention that she was on fire. Yeah. <laughs> But I have the picture of like right before the little girl is like about right. to run away. So it was like right as he lit the burner. Yeah, and uh, it's it, you know it's cool. They take the the truck out and they drive. I think it's like three hundred twenty miles per hour or something, something right. crazy. Uh, and the guy who usually does it is part of a family that's been doing it for a long time, and his name is Chris Darnell. Now, um, I want to send you. I forgot to send this to you. Uh, a video of Chris Cornell. Cornell? Cornell? Soundgarden? No. Uh, Audio Slave? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, go oh, ahead no. and click on that there. And I think I'm on. I think I'm on uh, Bluetooth. By the way. Oh, okay. Let's turn this volume up here. Um, the following week of our air show, they were doing a. Another air show. They just they tour in Battle right. Creek, Michigan. Uh, when when this happened, okay, you're gonna play it right now. Okay, where's that? Coming oh, hang from? on, hang on. The sound is coming from the wrong spot. I have I have a bad feeling about this video, man. I uh, I'm not sure I really want to watch it. <laughs> Here we go. Now it should be going to the studio. All right. Turn that up. This will put on the hammer, and he'll accelerate out from air show right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Top Gun Shockwave Jet Truck, the king of the jet trucks, as we watch out here at air show right, coming down our show line out here. It's the same guy that announced our air show. So this is like the next week? Yeah, it is. Hey, they're flying upside down. Both Bill and Rob are inverted as they go by, as they pass him. You can see it. Here comes the Shockwave. He is coming fast. He is coming really fast. He's catching up. Looks like he has caught Phil Stein. He's coming up on Rob Holland. No, he passed Rob Holly. He did not. <gasps> oh, boy. Oh, my Lord. So the jet truck, it, it's going at 300 miles per hour. It takes a, a hop, and then it just starts rolling. Oh, my. I was actually like, I didn't know this happened till right now. I, and I was going to ask, like, has Aver crashed? He's dead. He oh did not, uh, unfortunately, uh, Holy the, shit. the time that I saw him was the last time that he did it alive. Um, so has he been doing it for like 30 years? He's 40, and like I said, he's part of a family. There's oh, multiple okay. trucks. I remember seeing it maybe 20 years ago. It, it was someone in his family. Oh. Um, so yeah, it, a tire ruptured, it said, and it came apart and ruptured the fuel tank on the left side. 
Man, and, I mean, uh, they probably change the tires every show. Yeah, they should. Like, because I, I was just, I literally, right before you showed me the video, I was like, they, I wonder if they lock the steering wheel or something or lock I the alignment. Imagine. You know, because he's going so fast. It's, it's going 350 miles per hour. Um, That is awful. So this was on July 4th? July. Oh, the video was posted it, it on the 4th. It was a few days before. I think it was the 2nd or 3rd. Jeez. Um, but yeah, so he did not make it. And, uh, the um, there were you know it kind of rocked the uh, air show community if you will, and uh, Bayo Bayo was at the show and she did a a honorary flyby for him. Oh really? And the uh, the Thunderbirds every time they they want to pay tribute to someone do the fly off thing. Well, they actually put their name inside the landing gear bay. Okay. Um, of one of the the Thunderbird one. And uh, I guess they wanted to do it, but all the Air Force, I guess they, they used stencils or something, but they said they, they didn't have the right equipment there because of the weekend, so they pulled, like, all these stencils from all these other things and spelled his name out in the... Like it's, like it's on the inside of the landing gear? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know, but, um, so, yeah, terrible. man, that was a real bummer. I, I, uh, I didn't even hear about it till couple days ago so you saw his last successful run i think so there i guess there could have been one before this because he did do it twice for us too but um poor announcer yeah man that kind of stuff doesn't happen very often no. but you're all excited and then you're how do i address this so they canceled the rest of the air show they're did like, they really oh yeah yeah i mean he's got to be investigation he does it on yeah. the runway and everything so Jeez. Um, so yeah Man, it was just a bad weekend overall. <laughs> it was rough, man. It was, uh, it was rough. And yeah. uh, I don't know. We talked about the parades. I mean, of course, there was the parade shooting, which was national. And I, we have a lot of people in Utah that listen to us. We have a few that li- listen outside of Utah. But the parade that uh, is right outside your parents' house that you've been going to yep. forever, we were there. And uh, a little girl died because right. she got ran over. Yeah. So it was just... Uh, you know, happy birthday. <laughs> Shit, man. It was <laughs> awful. It was, yeah, that was, uh, that was rough. Yeah, they canceled the rest of that parade, as they should, but it's, yeah, it was sad. So. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> you know. It just was a fucking rough weekend, man. <laughs> like, And just, I had to go to a family reunion, and that was, yeah, that <laughs> just, was the worst. Sometimes you're just like, oh, I'm just going to go home and cry. Yeah. I'm just going to go cry this one out. Yeah, you know, and, uh, man, I got to say, I got... I got more irritated than I usually do with the commentary on the shooting. I had I, didn't, uh, I honestly didn't watch. I read. I know. I I, I don't know. I always turn that on to the local station and watch. And, and um, the interviews, when they're interviewing people, and this is Highland Park, which is outside of Chicago. It's a very which nice. Is considered, it's considered a small town outside of It's a very Chicago, nice suburb. But really, when you yeah. get to Chicago, everything's just, it's all Big. It's a Chicago. <laughs> it's like the Chicago area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the things that and I I don't know if it annoyed me or it was just like come on people, but all the comments you know the commissioner of the town or whatever the police chief the 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 people that, that were there, they kept saying I can't believe that it happened here. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys, <laughs> enough. Right. Like I. I where do you I'm believe beyond, it? I know it's going to happen here. Right. Where do you believe it? Where do you believe it? I just hope to happen. God I'm not there when it <laughs> right. happens. Yeah. 
Where, because, because where, in your opinion, like I wish that would be just a great follow up question. Like, where do you expect this to happen? Then well, we have to expect this to happen in in shitty towns like Vivaldi, Texas. Right. And yeah, it's like and, come on. Uh, no, there's a reason that the, Parkland, uh, the Florida, and uh, right. <laughs> the 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 pack or uh, nonprofit that I support anyway for gun control is called Every Town. Yeah. For a reason. Right. Because it can happen. In every town. I just feel like at this point, we have these happen every week. Yeah. Not necessarily to this extent. I can't remember what the actual number is for mass shooting, if it's four or something. Well, every 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 place does it different. But I, I think the most common one I found is if four injured besides the shooter. Right. So there were seven, killed. seven killed. killed and 30 injured yeah. or shot. At, at, at Most of the injured were shot. Uh, right, right. and he shot 70 shots, so, you know, not that great of a shot, but... Well, I mean, we are, I mean, it could have definitely been a more, like, a Vegas style... It could have. Uh, the way he did it was definitely right. like that. Um, so, you know, after all this, please, people, it's gonna happen. Right. Like, it, you just hope that you're not gonna be there for it. Right. Because... Well, stop, stop thinking it's not gonna I happen just, in your town. I'm, I'm to the point now where I'm like, we're too stupid in this country to have guns we're too dumb or, or something i i don't know there's just too many there's too many guns it's too easy I, to get I, one and and i agree that mental health would be great clearly i don't think i also don't think it's the end all say be all i don't think if this kid got mental health help no, that it would have changed anything the police had already been to his house he threatened to kill his whole family yeah like <laughs> Um, maybe a red flag law would have worked here. Maybe. Or uh, um, there's New his, York. His dad did, like, co-sign to buy him the guns, I guess. Fuck. Because Chicago has stricter gun law rules. Right. Uh, New York, apparently, because the Supreme Court overturned their handgun law, mm-hmm. is going to start requiring access to your social media to get a permit. I love That's it. That's good. I love it. But I don't. I, I don't know what the answer is, really. Well, there's two. I don't know if there is one. There's not. There's two things that everybody should be doing, though. And the first thing, like you said, is stop assuming it's not going to happen in your town. It could easily happen in your town. Mm-hmm. There are guns everywhere in this country. And just keep in mind, you can be aware. You can be looking around the whole time. You can have your exits planned out. But if you're the first one hit, it doesn't <laughs> it matter. It doesn't matter. Right. The second thing is to stop. I talked about this. Um, I can't remember if it was after Uvalde or the one before. I keep fuck, um, but these the people who carry these out, they're they generally have some sort of background, yes, right. But no one has ever said about a shooter. Well, I expected this. <laughs> That's true. These guys don't become monsters until after they've done what they've done. I'm not giving them a pass, but what I am saying is stop thinking that the people you know couldn't do this. Right. I mean, it's a, it's yeah, it's Anybody. a hard thing, but it's a hard thing to. I mean, imagine if someone came up to you and like, "Hey, have you looked at Quinn lately?" Well, like, no, for sure. You know, for like, sure. We're, we're worried that she's gonna. What would your reaction be? No, absolutely. I I totally agree that it's be really hard now, to look at your if children. Quinn had face tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really hard. And posted, you know, radical right wing fascist crazy, right. you know, kill all. But I told you about the video I and saw. And to kill the whole family, it might be different. Yeah, but. I told you about the video I saw that was a a mom and her son were on their 
front porch and the police were there to arrest the 15 year old son right because he had posted in a game chat like an xbox chat that he was gonna shoot up his school so they went to arrest him right you can't you can't do that no right and the mom is like but he's just a kid he would never do that well yeah i mean most he's, of these he's only a 17 year old boy <laughs> right i'm like most of these guys have been doing <laughs> who gets it it's bullied yeah. at school you know He's not. He doesn't fit your typical seventeen to twenty year right. old kid who gets bullied at school, who shoots it up. Right. What What are you talking about? Right. You just like th- think of what if you're describing what what you believe a normal person is. Mm-hmm. Think of think of how broad that spectrum really is. Mm. Right. If you're just kind of generally like, yeah, he's a normal normal guy. He could still have some really fucked up worldviews, and you'd still kind of put him. Yeah, he's just a normal guy. Right. You know, he's going through some shit. You know, but you know, he posted <laughs> I'm gonna blow up the <laughs> the Capitol building. No one ever it's like the people who whose whose uncle or dad or someone went to January sixth. Mm-hmm. They're like, I just never I don't know what happened. Never would have expected this. He only talked about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they've never interviewed anyone. I never I thought he was joking. Yeah. I mean, even with this guy. Uh-huh. Who posted all this shit? The police have been there. Have they even interviewed anyone who's like, oh, I totally saw this coming? Oh, everything I've heard is, is parents were like, we we just thought he was, you know, going through a phase, joking. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, parents, you you do kind of have to give parents. I mean, I I say this with caution. You do kind of have to give them a little bit of pass because it would be really hard right. to identify your kid. But I'm talking about the rest of us. Right. Right. Can start to look around and be like, what the fuck did you just say? Right. You know, what did you just post? Right. Nah. Not not now. Yeah. You can't post that now. You know, we're we're getting to the like the old free speech. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. We're getting to that point where eh, you can't really joke about shooting people anymore. It's just happening too often. It's ubiquitous. Right. <laughs> like you can't you can't joke about it anymore. You know? Right. So I we all have to assume that it's going to happen where we live and we all have to be just a lot more cognizant of fucked up thinking. And think that even the people you might define as normal might have some weird thinking that you should probably address. Yeah. I don't think I know anyone that would shoot up. Uh, I don't know. I mean, none of us think we do. That's the problem. Well, I know. Right? I know. None of us are like, well, I, you know. I feel I could, like I if I, I met face tattooed guy, I'd be like. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like Post Malone. You know. <laughs> That's what I mean, though. Right? That's what I mean. Like, there's no profile for these guys other than white and younger. Well, I think we should round up all, all the white, white people. 18-year-olds. 18 to 20-year-olds. Yeah, there's a, there's a specific demo. Anyway. No, it's, it's terrible. That I'm dress, sick of it. Dress like uh, a woman. Because that's what this kid did. Yeah. <laughs> to escape. Yeah, you just can't. You know, I even think about, like, uh, the Billy Madison scene where he calls the guy to apologize. Uh-huh. And he crosses him off the list. And he's like cleaning his gun right you know i'm like that was funny in 1992 or whenever that came out no it's uh like huh (laughs) (laughs) should we be worried about billy madison right you can't now you couldn't do that joke on a tv on a movie yeah it wouldn't be funny wouldn't fly yeah because it's too real i watched uh a documentary a new one on netflix it's more geared towards uh internet stuff but it was talking about swatting Oh, that's scary shit. And the uh, 
the notorious guy, I can't remember his name, in California that was doing it, and he got a guy, well, it's hotly contested <laughs> as to what happened because the the cop pulled the trigger. And right. If you don't know what swatting is, that's like yeah. when someone gets your address somehow right. and calls the police saying you have a hostage or something right. at that address, and so the SWAT team so, busts yeah. in, and it's... It, a lot of people have been hurt or killed by the police. They, yeah, so the kid, this kid, and the, the kid that was doing the swatting made a bet, like a dollar bet is all it was. I guess it's an online gambling video game thing. And he lost, and the kid was like, well, why don't you come swat me then? Here's my address. And he gave him his old address, and the kid swatted him and sent the cops over there, and the guy... So to a kid who wasn't even involved. Wasn't a kid. Well, it was a, a, an adult. Wasn't even involved, but though. He was Hispanic, <laughs> and he came out, and was the cops were there, and he's confused, and apparently something he did made made the cop think he was pulling a, a gun, it, and he killed him. And um, anyway, the cop... Uh, the cop was prosecuted and sent to jail, and really? I'm just I was joking. like, holy shit! <laughs> no, no, he, he got off, and he's... You know, despite him having like three infractions beforehand and after, uh, he's he's totally. Uh, well, Derek Chauvin got twenty one years in federal prison. Oh, one out of a thousand, huh? Yeah, which you know, my dad made a good point. He's like, he actually probably wanted the sentence because serving time in a federal prison. Yeah, that's what the news is saying. <laughs> it's probably a little bit easier, a little for easier for him. Easier for him. He's been segregated right now, Whoa. so he doesn't get killed. 24 hours a day in a little... Darn. <laughs> some piece of shit. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. Uh, so there I was the other day at the doctor's office waiting to get my butt stabbed for a third time. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm sitting in the waiting room, and I've... Uh, <laughs> the three times that I've gone... Well, at the second and third time, I started noticing the same people. <laughs> <laughs> we were all getting rescheduled <laughs> right, at the right. same time. And uh, this uh, last time, there was a, there's uh, an old man and his wife. they got to be uh, probably 70s, maybe older, probably 70s, though. Yeah. And um, they have uh, someone from their ward come in, and she's Chinese. Um, and uh, she's considerably younger than them. Well, probably like 20 years younger than them. And uh, they're talking, and uh, the old man. This is just someone from their neighborhood happens to be in. At the, the at, okay. has an appointment at the same time, and uh, old friend from another ward or something. And I only know this because I'm eavesdropping. Right. And uh, she's got, um, uh, you know, the UV white sleeves on that a lot of, you know, you see Asian Asian people they they do that kind of stuff all the time. They go out swimming and like. Full, full yeah. body suits. What, what's been outlawed in France? <laughs> well, <Right>. Yeah, <laughs> not necessarily burkini, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they cover up though. Yeah, yeah. And the old man's like, "What, what are those? What are those, young lady? <laughs> <laughs> Sweetheart." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's just like, "Oh, I'm not going to do that." <laughs> <laughs> but she did have a Chinese sure accent, okay. <clears throat> so we'll just uh, they're for my they're for my arms, so I don't get sunburnt. And I'm like, okay, you know, in my head, I'm like, yeah, that's whatever. Sure. And he's like, oh, uh, you think you're going to get sunburnt with your ethnicity? I'm like, <laughs> this guy, 
This guy has been on this planet. He's been around a long time. For 70 plus years. Right. And he thinks that other ethnicities the UV don't just, get sunburned. UV just bounces right they're off. they're just so dark <laughs> that they couldn't possibly. But she's Asian. Right. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, these are the people that are, are running our country. Yeah. That and that vote. are voting for Trump. Right. <laughs> and that are, and I just. Did his wife be like, honey, honey. <laughs> no. She was just like, oh, yeah, that's a good point there, honey bun. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm just over there like, are you, are you serious, dude? That's weird. I'm just, I, I was pretty sure he, at some point, he was going to say, is it your oriental heritage? <laughs> right. No, she didn't say it, but he did, he did say, oh, you look so young because you're Chinese. No, he didn't. He did at oh, some point, yeah. Geez. But, you know, in all fairness, <laughs> they don't age. <laughs> uh, <coughs> um, kimchi, I guess. I don't know. Uh, That's weird. That's a weird thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she, I will say that uh, I, I pieced together that she was probably in her 50s. I think she said that at one point. But I would have put her in, like, 40s yeah. or 30s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. That's pretty funny. Did she say anything? Like, no, no, we sunburn. Just people sunburn. Yeah, she she did. She's like, no, no, I still sunburn. Like every other human being, everyone sunburns. You stupid old mother. And he she slapped him. Yeah, and then uh, need him in the get the fuck out of the doctor's <laughs> office. And then I helped her just kick his ass out, which turned out to we had to put him down. <laughs> and I broke my pocket puss. Yeah. Anyway, I just, uh, <sighs> yeah. But speaking of old men that are running the country, um, at my family reunion, we have a lot of more right-leaning people in my family, I'd say, and they got into their whole discussion about electric vehicles for whatever reason, because you know half of them are mechanics and sure, they just can't. They don't stand know how to work fact. on electric vehicles. <laughs> <Just> can't stand <laughs> the fact that. All these electric vehicles are beating them off the line, and they're 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 coming up with all this misinformation that they they say is fact, but is hotly contested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just something they heard on Facebook, and um, <laughs> I was I just I don't get involved. I just like all right, whatever. Right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> One one of the comments was, you know, well, they charge up their cars, but what do you think's running the chargers? <laughs> right. It's diesel fuel. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's... Well, your town runs on diesel? Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, afterwards, I, I was like, all right, I want to figure out where this means. So I started looking some stuff up, and, uh, you know, the cost, the cost to... Uh, the cost-benefit ratio... On the EV cars, it's it's great. It right. really it's it's, it's 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 good. They are yeah. more expensive. Gas, way less, like seventy percent less to fuel fill up on electricity. Right, especially if you have uh, green chargers. Yeah, like you don't solar. have you don't have oil changes. Right, uh, maintenance is lower. Um, of course, their argument is that it's they we're making them to be green, which yeah, I don't know if you've looked out in Utah and yeah. seen how disgusting the air is. Yeah, 
Yeah, we're kind of. Uh, um, <laughs> but their arguments like, well, they're not green because you're getting the electricity from the coal burning. And so I, I looked into that, and I'm like, okay, you're right. In some places where coal is the main thing, they aren't as environmentally friendly. Right. In some places. Like maybe in this city that we're in, right. they're st- they still are more environmentally friendly. Right. The, the amount of carbon released in the atmosphere by burning coal to charge your car right. is less than the amount of carbon released but by burning fuel that is not the only way we make electricity in no. this country <laughs> no. there's hydroelectric which is pretty much uh you know pollutant free we have wind we have solar wind causes we cancer. have nuclear yeah. we have all sorts of other things so if you're driving an electric car in say california uh nevada um you know wyoming texas a lot of these places that have these other forms of electricity the environmental benefit is through the roof. Right. But <clears throat> politicians, this is from MSN here, have to run on some kind of platform. And Ben Moss, my state house representative here in North Carolina's District 52, decided that his animating principle is being mad at electricity. To prove his animosity toward the invisible menace he's sponsoring, House Bill. 1049, which would allocate $50,000 to destroy free public car chargers. So he's he wants to destroy, get rid of... His platform is just to oppose electricity? $50,000 to destroy free public car chargers. It contains some other enlightened ideas, but that's the main theme. We've simply got to do something about these free public chargers. Chargers, even if it costs $50,000, those things cost tens of cents per hour when they're being used. Tens of cents! Where is this guy? Per North Carolina. Oh, my gosh. Now, of course, there's a caveat here. Moss isn't saying that free public level 2 chargers, of which there are three in my town, with plans in the works to convert to paid kiosks, definitely need to be crushed by a monster truck. That rule only comes into play if a town refuses to build. You ready for this? If the town refuses to build free gas and free diesel pumps next to the EV chargers. Fuck this guy. (laughs) So because there are not free gas and free diesel pumps next to the electric chargers, mind you, these electric chargers costs tens of cents. Tens of cents. His words. <laughs> tens of cents per hour right. to run. Whereas a pump costs $5 a gallon now, which can be pumped in roughly <laughs> 30 seconds. I feel like this guy probably knows what he's doing is bullshit, but the voters are too stupid. I don't know, man. <laughs> you, you, Louis Gohmert is a politician That's as true. well. That's and so true. is Lauren Boebert. And so is uh, that other dumb... MTG? Yeah. Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh. The, the, some of the dumbest people on the planet. Um, and Jeez. just the idea that people are like, you know what? Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! This is America! Nothing's there should free. be free gas! <laughs> it's either free gas or nothing's free. 
You can't get. <laughs> it's just astonishing. It's yeah. just why do these people dislike the environment and progress so much? Why I don't is know. It, why is I don't, it so hard? I don't know. It doesn't make any for sense for them to, to me. accept the future to to move on. Well, I was I was having I told I you mean, this. Did I was, this did this stuff happen? No. When 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 buggies when horse drawn <laughs> carriages were being replaced by cars, you know what? Those cars, they're not as efficient as a horse. Pro- you know what? Probably there were probably arguments. They're taking away our jobs. Yeah. Who's gonna who who's gonna build the horses? <laughs> I've actually heard that argument uh when but speaking to progress. Mm-hmm. They're saying like when when cars automobiles came around a lot of uh what's buggy drivers, I don't know right. what they're called, what are they called? Uh I can't remember what they're called. <laughs> but the person who drives the buggy with the with the horses, right. that a lot of them lost jobs, but they were able to find other jobs. There's Right now, in this economy, there has never been a better time to right. find a job. Because that's the, one of the one of the main talking points that conservatives use is, well, that's going to get rid of jobs. They took our jobs. Right. Well, but we can look back in, in history at other times when something has taken over something else. I think... How come, no one, how come no one's pissed that there's no blockbusters anymore? What about those jobs? Well, they took our jobs. Right? We should build blockbusters. Yeah. <laughs> the I think that... We need to change our mindset about the future of working because robots are coming. They're, right. they're you know, in the next 30 years, they're going to replace a lot of jobs. I've seen tons of ads lately to invest in the fast food robots. Oh, yeah. They're having to because nobody's working there. Right. Well, like they're encouraging us to, like me, to invest in that oh. company. You know what I yeah. mean? Eventually... A lot of things will be autom- automated, but we're going to be able to work to do things that we want to do. Right. Like be creative. Right. To build things, like to build art, to build, to invent, to work in the scientific community. Do things that your brain is actually, inst- you know. Yeah. and Instead of drone work. Right. Yeah. And I guess maybe that isn't for everybody. But it, sure. it could be. I think that there's a lot of people who think they're not talented at things, but they could be. Right. They just they don't have the time to lock down on their, yeah. their jobs. And maybe if they didn't have anything else to do, they could. Even if you have the time, even if you let's say you, you work eight hours, that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you do have some time on your hands, but you're usually so mentally and emotionally right. drained. Right. From your drone job. Right. That it's hard to. At the gumption. And honestly, maybe someday we'll just not have money like they do in Star Trek. Right. And uh, the world would be just a so much better place. Now, all Although, the, all the capitalists need to die. I've wondered, <laughs> I really do wonder how, because that's the premise in Star Trek is we, we don't have money. Right. But there's got to be something, right? <laughs> like, because they have replicators that make all the food and, you know, they don't need. That. I guess, I mean, it just depends on. How low you can get the cost of everything. I guess. You know, I, I don't know. It's hard for us who live in a capitalist society to imagine that. Right. Because all your mind goes back to is, well, who's going to pay for that? Like, right? Like, right. Even if there's all robots that are free making all the food, 
you're still like, well, who's going to pay for it? Right. <laughs> Even if you can't articulate what it is you're worried about not being paid for, you know, we, it's just hard for us to wrap our minds around. It is. But it, don't worry, the Vulcans are coming. Yeah. I think uh, 2063 or 2036 is the first contact day. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. What are these numbers you have in the rundown here? Uh, first, oh, the, yeah. first contact day is April 5th, 2063. So I don't know what would be around for that when the Vulcans come. I don't know. We have to have a warp drive by then. Right. <sighs> um, well, I just, uh, I don't remember why I decided to look this up. But that's why we have phones and computers, um, so that you can. I was bored. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I think it's because uh, on the radio they were talking about, um, football and the uh the crowd draw that notre dame has because there's all this conference shifting around and right notre dame's always been independent um but um they they mentioned that the catholic church has uh 1.3 billion members jeez yeah yeah okay and then they mentioned that BYU, which also has a big national following here, has 16.5 or 17 million members. And I was like, whoa, that is not a lot <laughs> in comparison <laughs> no, to yeah. the Catholics. The the Catholics, that's a small country. <laughs> I mean, the Mormons, that's like New Zealand. Actually, right. no, I think New Zealand only has like three million Catholic, people. that's a giant country. Yeah. That's like China. <laughs> 1.3 billion. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. There's, what, 300, um, 350 million people in America. I'm actually really surprised by this number of Baptists. Yeah, so I decided million. to look up different sects of Christianity to see how the Mormon church compares. Sorry, the LDS church compares. And according to the various websites, there's 100 million Baptists, uh, 74.2 million Lutheran, I think I saw there were 30 or 70 million uh, Methodists, something like that. And uh, then I found, did I send, did I just airdrop that to you? Yeah, a little graph. Yeah, I found this little graph uh, from a, a site talking about religion. And on it, it has the percentages of major Christian religions. Right. And it has 51 point, it's a pie chart, 50. 50.1% is Catholic. 36.7 is Protestant. 11.9 uh, is Orthodox, and 1.3 is other Christian. Mm -hmm. And so then I, I had to dig in and start reading the article here to see exactly what Protestant was. And right. Protestant is Reformed, basically right. Lutheran and, and Baptist and Methodist right. and all that sort of thing. Then I had to see what Orthodox was. And then they talked about other Christian, 1.3. Turns out that 1.3% is Mormons, Mormons. <laughs> Jehovah's Witness, what they called fringe. <laughs> fringe, yeah, Seventh-day Adventists. Other, yeah, yeah, other Christian. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, it's fascinating. I, like I said, I'm, I'm actually really blown away by the number of Baptists. A hundred million well, Baptists in the world. And I thought that was uh, bear in mind. I might be ignorant, but I thought that was predominantly an American. I did too. Sect, actually. but um, 
you have to take into consideration that not all of these religions require as much commitment sure. as the LDS Church does. Right. Also, you have to take into consideration that the LDS Church has been known to inflate their numbers. Well, did you read the article? Was it a survey, or was it just I based on church? The church's reporting, because that's. I mean, it's. I guess if they're getting the actual numbers, they're probably. But yeah. I'm yeah, sure the, that's just the reporting. Yeah, the Mormon Church. I'm sure, like all churches, definitely inflate their numbers. Oh, um, of course. But yeah, hundred million Baptists. I mean, there was growing up in Texas, everyone was Baptist, but not everyone went to church on Sunday. Right. You know, <laughs> uh, there is a ton of Catholics that only go to church on Easter. Right. If that. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, this is the more this is the church's reporting. Sixteen point eight oh five million. Yeah, I'm not sure that's real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently only half of those live in the States. I remember hearing that somewhere, but um anyway. Well, interesting well, I don't numbers. Know. I just um And it's I mean the Catholic might be the biggest, but it's not by much when you start looking at uh Buddhists and Hindus. Yeah. And Islam. Christianity is is the biggest religion. And then Islam is next, and, I think. And, uh, yeah. Um, you got, like, a billion Hindus in India and a billion Buddhists in is, and, China. And uh, just see, <laughs> if you want to do a little reading, they're all pretty much the same. They're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> they're all the same. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. Well, you talked about your doctor. Let me give you all an update on my TMS your magnets? Yeah, the magnets to the head. Um, still don't really know if it's working. <laughs> I don't know. You seem you seem happier. I'm three three weeks in. I'm going every day. It's a three minute treatment of a big giant magnet on my head that that. Uh, I uh, I wish pulses. I could do that for my back instead of shoving, yeah, foot long needles. <laughs> so I told you how it like they got the part of my brain. It like also makes my jaw muscle clench. Mm-hmm. You know, like over and over again, like that 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 that. <laughs> tech that was doing it she was she's like hey on this is like a wednesday she's like hey on friday can you come in at a different time i was like sure just uh let me know you know and uh-huh. so she comes back in it's three minutes while i'm sitting in the chair she's like is there any time work good for you and she asked me right as it started to go again uh-huh. so i tried to talk and i was like yeah, i'm good <laughs> <laughs> yeah no anytime anytime please don't talk to me while this is uh making my jaw go crazy i feel like i have tmj again from TMS. <laughs> anyway, they, they give me this little... I remember watching TMS back in <laughs> the 90s on MTV. Right. With uh, Carson Daly. Darson, Darson Cayley. Yeah. Uh, they give me this little card, though, every every day that has... It's like... It's subjective. It's like, what mood or emotion are you feeling today? Mm, yeah. Did I tell you about this? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to put on there. You Last time you said that you put uh, frustrated or... <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Or irritated. I can't remember. So the girl at the front desk, she's like, I'm going to get some of these. I'm incredulous. She handed me a paper. She's like, I'm going to get some of these laminated. And you it was need, like it was like an emotion wheel. You need to start putting like. <laughs> Crazy words. Googling the most complicated emotional right. words you can find. Finding their synonym. Right. <laughs> so she, yeah, she gave me this. It's like a wheel. So the first, like in the center is for like uh, angry, sad, happy. And then it branches out from there. So you can get some different. Mm. This whole spectrum of emotion. I was like, yeah, it's actually kind of cool. But anyway, um, I, I mean, I think it might be working. 
I don't know. I don't know. You so see, I've got you seem pretty cheery. I've got another what? How's the anxiety though? Because it's supposed to be kicking up. Uh, it's okay. I mean, I still take meds for it. Okay. You know, I'm still taking. I don't take. So that's actually a good point. I was taking two clonopin a day for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'd get a prescription of sixty mm-hmm. for to last me a month, and they were they'd last me a little bit over a month. Bef- right. Before I switched to Buspar, right? But my doctor was kind of worried about how much clonopin I was taking because it's it can be dependent. So, but I looked at the date on my prescription for clonopin the other day, and it's still half full. Uh, and it was refilled on, like, April 13th. Oh, so you've been taking less. Way less. Way less. Way, way less. So, yeah, I'm on Buspar for anxiety now that what's, I take twice a day. What's the difference? It's just a different... Uh, it, Buspar doesn't have any long-term negative effects that they've found. Oh. In terms of, like, dependency or liver issues that you can get with clonopin. I mean, so. it does make your urethra narrow and your... I do have a super narrow urethra. <laughs> yeah. My peace stream is hypersonic. <laughs> It's actually I've actually it's actually been a problem with we've had to get steel toilets. Right, yeah, no, the porcelain comes off. <laughs> the porcelain flakes has <laughs> been an issue. <laughs> it really hurts if it if it, it comes back. But I, I started Pills using that a shine right off. I started using a pocket puss. <laughs> and it saved my walls. So yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um Did I tell you <laughs> I said I wasn't gonna tell this story on the on the episode, but you know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. A few weeks ago, I woke up in the middle of the night. I was I was I was tripping, man. I was so out of it, like more than usual. Cause you know you wake up to pee, you're normally pretty, but I was exceptionally out of it. Oh yeah, you sh- you talked about this. Yeah, because I, I told you and Jake, I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Sleep. Yeah, you talked about it. But yeah. I I stumbled, literally stumbled into the bathroom. I almost tripped over myself like three times. Yeah, and I get in there. And I start peeing, and I start feeling something on my legs. Like, <laughs> like Wait, this is this a different story? No, no, it's the same one. Oh. And I'm like, what is happening? And I look down, and I'm like, what? I didn't, I didn't put the, t- the toilet seat on. <laughs> I'm peeing on the toilet seat, and it's all straight yeah. splashback. Still haven't cleaned it up. <laughs> I still haven't cleaned it up. I didn't shower or change that night at all. Right. I uh no. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was a rough night, man. I have uh I think one of the biggest surprises in life is sitting down on the lid. Or not the lid. Not the lid is like if the seat's up. That's so then you get yeah, then you're in the water. Then but you get then you get a somehow your for sure. <laughs> somehow your cell phone gets in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually how I wish myself. You put it in between. <laughs> yeah, my you dip and you dip. dip. Oh man. Boop. <laughs> Uh, so I can tell you're getting pretty sleepy here. Am I? Yeah. That's okay. What time is it? Oh, it's almost 11. So this this can well, be... We'll see what happens during the break and if we'll I put the toilet seat up or not. <laughs> we'll take a break after this story. But the, the petition to have Supreme Court Associate Justice Clarence Thomas impeached has reached 1.185 million signatures. One point how many? 185. One, so 1.2 million signatures. So if you haven't signed this, go to moveon.org and sign this because he, you know, it's not just because of Roe v. Wade. It's not, it's really not even because of that one. The problem is there are text messages between his wife, Virginia, she goes by Ginny, and Mark Meadows, 
Trump's chief of staff leading up to the insurrection. And there's been cases that have reached the Supreme Court involving that very subject that he has not recused himself from. He was the lone justice who voted against having the White House release records regarding January 6th. So he's clearly <laughs> he's clearly got like some feelings about this. Well, he's kind of a piece of sh- he is. And so um but I wanted to talk about the precedent here. So over the course of American history, 14 federal judges um, have been impeached, and it's the same as it's the same as if a, for a president, uh, a normal majority in the House, mm-hmm. and then a supermajority in the Senate to remove a federal judge. And so, fourteen have been impeached. I believe eight have been removed, and three have resigned during the process. So, it's happened before. It could happen. I don't. He could certainly be impeached. There's no way the Senate would ever. Um, vote to remove him, especially if Joe Biden's the president, because right. <laughs> no Republican's going to vote to remove and you have know, Joe Biden I appoint. I do find it interesting that Joe hasn't um gone to the Supreme Court and been like, "Hey, listen, <laughs> right? If you threaten them, don't knock this off. <laughs> I'm going to take all your power away because I'm going to add four justices. Yeah, and you guys will be screwed." <laughs> So knock it off. I wish that he would uh, pack the court. Um, speaking, I would not mind at all. Speaking of the justices, did you see Man, I uh, Brett, <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh's dinner? I did. And did you see the restaurant? Like, not. It is astounding uh, let's see here. how hypocritical these Oh, are. I don't think this is the one I want. Oh, yeah, here's some of the tweets. So, Brett Kavanaugh went to dinner. Went to a steakhouse. Yeah. and I uh, like beer. Yeah, he likes beer and <laughs> squee. And <laughs> Tobin. Uh, um, and this visit to met this. by protesters. Right. Served Brett Kavanaugh a microscopic glob of cow cells and told him it was the same as a steak. <laughs> it doesn't matter if protesters interrupt his meal because Brett Kavanaugh believes dinner begins at reservation. <laughs> if Brett Kavanaugh finds that a mob of angry protesters interrupting his dinner is inevitable, then he should just lay back and try to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that one is dark. Yeah. If you know the statement this tweet is referring to, you know. That's Probably rough. my personal favorite. If Brett Kavanaugh isn't prepared to go to a Morton's in another state, then he shouldn't have <laughs> let himself get hungry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, this, yeah. I mean, keep in mind, this has been on his calendar so, for like three years. Yeah, he went to the steakhouse. <laughs> he was mobbed by, by protesters. Right. The restaurant apologized on Twitter. To and him. Then, and then those were some of the tweets in response right. to that apologize. Like, some of the, the thousands of funny tweets. Right. The steakhouse was apologizing to Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. Saying that he has a right to a peaceful dinner. Right. Right. <laughs> Which is nowhere in the Constitution, mind you. Mind you. Uh, Based on precedent. Th- I saw that they were, like, overrun with reservations, like, fake reservations. Oh, yeah, and people kept. <laughs> Jeez. So that was funny. Um... I hope I hope they keep doing that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, Kavanaugh. I yeah. hope it. I hope just so much that he's just like, I need beer, <laughs> and he's on the bench. Like, listen, you guys, listen, 
some of the justices or federal judges who have been removed from office or impeached have charges that are ranging from drunkenness on the bench really? to accepting bribes. Yeah. Well, I would imagine Brett Kavanaugh's probably already done both of those. Yeah. He does uh, like beer. So just so you know, in 1969, Abe Fortas became the first and to date only Supreme Court justice to resign under the threat of impeachment. 1969. Hmm. It wasn't that long ago. So if we can get Clarence I mean, Thomas scared here. He's pretty old, isn't I'm he? Hoping that, I'm hoping that the January 6th committee subpoenas Virginia, his, his wife. I think that would be awesome. If there's text messages between her and the chief of staff, right, of Trump, like, uh, what what do you what do you need, you know? Mm. Um, before we go to break, there's one other thing here that you put. Yeah, I put a couple other things. How in there, many? But... So this is nine millimeter. Oh, I found a TikTok page of a. I think he's a gun instructor, uh-huh. and he was shooting a stack of books that he taped together, like you know, like one or two inch thick uh-huh. books, uh-huh. like textbooks. Uh-huh. Um, he was shooting him with different guns to see how many books it would take to stop the bullet. I see. I don't think he had any motive, although some on some of his... <laughs> he did have a video about a bulletproof backpack, so maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the first one I came across was a 9mm. So he, he's got a stack of like 10... Five, five, oh, shit. Sorry. He's got a stack of like 10 books stacked together. Right. Oh, that's the AR video? Yeah. Okay, so that's a stack of like twenty books. So, so he shoots the nine millimeter rather than show them all. I'll just tell you. Okay. The sh- shoots the nine millimeter and he goes. He's like, let's see how many it went through, and people are guessing. Like, oh, I bet uh-huh. it took s- six books, you know. And he pulls the first book down, no bullet hole. It stopped one inch in to the first book. Really? The nine millimeter. Hmm. You could the slug was in there. It was all flat. You know what I mean? Um. So then he does a 45, mm-hmm. and it goes through. I think it was, I think it was two books. Okay, and then he does an AR-15, and that's the video I sent you. If you want to watch it, you can. I can't remember how many it went through. So it's a five-five-three round. So you can pause it there. So it goes through eight textbooks, and then it actually goes through the table that he's, it's on. It's a lifetime plastic table. Okay. Well, why don't we just give all kids eight, eight. eight to ten textbooks that they can shield themselves with at all times? So he shot the 553 at that bulletproof backpack, and it went through. <laughs> and it has, like, a trauma well, plate. That's okay. I haven't heard of, of AR-15s being used in school no, never, shootings. never. So. That's not very good. I was genuinely surprised, as was he, up that the 9mm and the 45 didn't go further. Um, but just goes to show how damaging the AR-15 rounds are. Like, they're, you know, I don't know. I, gun nuts will tell you, like, oh, they're not any, you know, more dangerous than any other gun. It's like, no. Uh, I've, I've, always, I've kind of always been in that camp that you could do just as much damage with a pistol. But after the Chicago one, I started thinking, you know, maybe more than the damage it's the glamorization that these kids want to go play commando right and the only way they you can't do that with a pistol you need to have that that yep. rifle and so whether it's more dangerous or not is irrelevant i think it's more that um 
that's the the gun they want to use. That's the right. So maybe I think it's, removing them from the equation would sure tamper uh, maybe. down a few people. I think it's both for sure. I mean, did you some of the interviews? So we've 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 heard it at every shooting, but the the discourse has gotten quite a bit louder with Uvalde and with Highland Park mm-hmm. about what these guns do to bodies. Right. And it like, and it's terrible. Right. right. Terrible things. Right. So it's a bit different if. If someone's on a top of a roof with a nine millimeter, uh, yeah, even if it's yeah, converted yeah. to a rifle, mm. right? That'd be pretty cool. It's not. It's mm. not going to do. It's not clearly not doing as much damage, right? That these these are gunshot wounds that maybe someone could even survive, whereas a well placed AR fifteen round or whatever gun this guy used in in Highland, mm-hmm. it was quote unquote high powered. Even though the gun nuts will go off about me using that language. <laughs> um, these were one of the doctors they interviewed said that these were like evisceration style wounds right like there's no <laughs> there's no saving the person right like their their half of their head is missing that right. kind of thing you know so you know that know. is something that i've heard talked about in more and more in the news is how as graphic as they get they tell us there's still a lot they don't tell us oh and yeah that maybe if they did there's been a lot of calls. We would be yeah. like, wow. I've seen more calls lately about um, release the pictures Ugh. of the victims, and maybe that'll get people to actually do something. I don't disagree. I wouldn't want to see them, but I'm already opposed to guns. <laughs> you know, know. Like, So I know what they can do, but the, it would be horrifying pictures to see, mm-hmm. and it might change people. Speaking of guns, did you hear about this guy in Japan? Yeah, I don't... Uh... I don't really want to hear about uh, gun violence in other countries. No. I feel like it just gives ammunition to the. Uh, it's true. Like, it does happen in other countries, so it happens like every couple years with a homemade gun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, very little. They have a homemade gun. Yes. Oh, I so the, the ex prime minister of Japan was assassinated two days ago by a man who had a homemade gun. Totally like a movie story, too, like yeah. during a speech. During a speech he was giving for a campaign. He wasn't running, but he was... do that to Putin. Yeah. They, I mean, it, they showed a, a really quick glimpse picture, like a still shot of it. I can't I can't tell what's going on. But you see him shoot it, and it's like it's like a black powder rifle. It's insane. A musket. Yeah, and he, and he fires two shots and, yeah, and kills, this, uh, kills the prime minister, ex-prime minister. So... Have we? Do we know why? The the police won't release exactly what the guy's talking about, but he was very calm, and they said that the the perpetrator believed the prime minister was part of a group. They but the police won't say what group. Cabal. Yeah. That so he was eating children, probably and taking their power. Probably a pedophile ring. Or he something. was going to a pizza place in Seattle directly after right. there. To <laughs> yeah, so the police haven't said, and they probably won't in Japan. It's a little bit, obviously, a little bit different. I don't know what um, their gun laws are, but I'm to understand very that strict. they're very strict. Very strict, which speaks to the level of security that they had there. So they had security, mm-hmm. right? But not the same kind we have here because it probably was just a 3D printed gun. You can. It looked honestly. It looked like it looked like two barrels that were like eight inches long, wrapped together with electrical tape. That's what the still shot looked like. Huh. But I that's as much as I've seen. I haven't I haven't checked today to see if there's any more pictures. But it's pretty crazy. This guy just kind of walked up to the back of the podium where 
not really podium, back of the stage area, mm-hmm. and just kind of he he fired two shots for some reason, but um, it was insane, huge plume of smoke, like it was really weird. But um, to check that out, yeah. All yeah. right, we're gonna take a break. Yep. When we come back, we'll run through random headlines and um, ah. And that'll be it. I think Brian's right. I might be getting tired. Yeah, I think you you're know, a little tired. I, I have been going to bed early and waking up early. Not really by choice. It's just kind of well, what I've been doing. It's 11 o'clock, so you're probably and tired. I have been in bed by 11 normally as yeah. of late. So that could be what's going on. So when we come back, uh, we're going to do random headlines the way I've been doing it lately, just by going through these random stories at random. At random. So random, random, <laughs> random headlines when we come back. Do you have the unrelenting temptation to look at another man's penis when at the urinal? I'm at the ballpark and there's all these cocks. Introducing the pocket-sized portable urinal separator system, Pocket Puss. Daddy, that penis is huge. Don't look at that, Jimmy. Deploy your puss. The Pocket Puss easily attaches to any wall in between the urinal to avoid that everyday temptation. The Pocket Puss is made from recycled material and is biodegradable, so simply flush it down the urinal when done. After all, if it gets stuck, it's not your problem. That's what Mommy said last night. Go to PocketPuss.com to get yours today. Daddy, Mr. Wilkins pissed all over me. Oh, Johnny, never let that happen again. Put up your puss. PocketPuss.com This is the Outtake Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these... Random headlines. Hello. We are backy back. Back. Hey, by the way, you can uh, come see Rejected Takeoff play at oh, the. That's what I was gonna say. Boardwalk the, in Orem. We're going back to the Boardwalk in Orem on uh, August twelfth. August twelfth. We are either playing second or third. Not quite sure. <laughs> I looked at the flyer again. I think it's second. No, no. I think it's third. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm pretty sure I think it's, it's third. third. That, that's my guess. But last time that we were told first, and we were what third or something right. or second. Um. Anyway, so be there for those of you that didn't come. Seven last o'clock time. Danny, Jake, um, Jerry, Sandy, Dan, Dick, Brian, Rick, Rick Dickerson, Sally. I, I already said so. Remember oh. where Sal, our, Anne, our mutual friend Sally, Anne, <laughs> Anne Murray, uh, Bev, John Peckerhead. You know yeah. all those guys. You uh, gotta come this time. You need to come. Yeah. And also, recently, you know, it's kind of far out, but we recently found out we're going to be playing a. Halloween show in October on the 29th mm-hmm. at the same venue with Off Center again. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have told us that it is a costume party. I will so be in the nude. Give us your suggestions. Uh, I've already recommended that our drummer Ethan wear Borat's bathing I will, suit. I will have a t-shirt on still, but the rest will I'll be nude besides a t-shirt. Well, that's hardly... N- <laughs> <laughs> You get the guitar low enough, it's not even going to... No, gonna... I wear my guitar high like Tom Morello. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Um, so, this first story is um, it's out of Japan. Okay. And a Japanese aquarium said it is trying to switch its penguins' diet to a cheaper kind of fish as a result of inflation. See, we're not the only country that's having problems with inflation. Right. So you can't blame it all on Joe. No. Because it's honestly not his fault. And if you would just do the teensiest, teensiest bit of research, you would know that. But I digress. Even just common sense, man. Um... So they're trying to feed the penguins. Yeah, the the birds aren't having it. Officials at the Hokone and Aquarium in southwest of Tokyo said they switched the penguins from their usual diet of aji ahi ahi of ahi aka <laughs> Japanese horse mackerel to a cheaper variety of mackerel after the price of aji spiked nearly thirty percent. Wow, that's ah. That's a lot. That's a lot. A video filmed at the aquarium shows the penguins stubbornly refusing to accept offerings of the cheaper fish from the keepers. <laughs> I see they they said they sense something is off. This yeah, is... with their taste. Yeah. You mean? <laughs> Tastes like shit. You know what I don't understand about <laughs> about really most animals? Almost all animals don't really chew. They just they just go like especially birds like penguins and seagulls they just right. burp, burp. like true. where are they even tasting it yeah but yet they do stuff like this all the time um, aquarium workers said the penguins will begrudgingly eat the cheaper fish if it's mixed with some ahi ideally they would like to have a full ahi but they are patiently eating mackerel well maybe we just shouldn't have them locked up. You know, well, then they wouldn't have anything to eat. <laughs> they wouldn't be able. They'd have to hunt their own. Look eye at this eat. other quote: "The animals can seemingly tell the difference from smell alone." Yeah, That's they, they have a they have a sniffer They're, just like we do. Uh, but fish smell like fish. No, have you? You can smell the differences in fish. No, you can't. Sure, we can't. There's no freaking way. <laughs> you man. can't. It's just this smells like fish. This smells like ocean fish because it's salty. <laughs> Uh, they could raise the admission fee to fix the problem, but we would like to do our best to keep our facility comfortable. You know what? I'm going to go to Tokyo next weekend. and It's not about the birds. And go <laughs> see the birds and and pay a little extra. Um, they're, they're making it sound like they weren't turning a profit at all before, though. You know? Right. There's ups and downs here, people. Right. There's ups and downs. Right. Um, yeah. Let's see firefighters no, i don't want to read that one's stupid there's so many <laughs> stories about lost every time there's a story about a lost diamond ring i could on this particular website i use every time i could give you a guinness book right. of world records right. i could give you someone finding a diamond ring and i can give you someone winning the lottery by chance <laughs> those stories are all here Wait, isn't today. The winning the lottery always by chance well it's always something like this one gut feeling leads to purchase of one million dollar lottery ticket in north carolina that's because they interviewed me. You know, like, I, I had just a had gut, a feeling. I was in Wyoming, <laughs> and I had a gut feeling to right. go buy a Mega Millions ticket, and guess what? Didn't win. I didn't win a darn thing. I got one number right. If, if you were to do the statistics on whether or not gut feeling in the lottery played a role, yeah, I think you'd be disappointed. I think you'd uh, find that uh, 
Yeah. It, it, that it's like 99.9% <laughs> of the time your gut feeling I don't understand why I didn't win. <laughs> I had a gut feeling. What the hell? Yeah. You wonder how many lo- uh, messages and letters the lottery fields every right. year. Oh, it's another one that said they had a gut feeling and they didn't <laughs> win. Write them our form letter. Right. Dear Jonathan. Please buy. The only advice I can give you is to buy another ticket. Use your gut. <laughs> All right. Uh, an Italian man has amassed a collection of cancer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> it's late. An Italian man has amassed a collection of 12,402 different Pepsi cans. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know they had that many different... uh... When asked why, he said he asked for Coke, but (laughs) 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 they said, is Pepsi okay? Uh, The Italian owner of the world's largest collection of Pepsi cans, Pepsi, broke his own Guinness World Record. Oh, brother. (laughs) man. See, I didn't even mean to do a Guinness Book of World Records, but here it is. Uh, when his current total was verified as including 12,402 different cans. Do you think that Pepsi heard this? Like, we have 12,000 different 12, fucking cans? cans? How about we consolidate our brand? Whatever. Have you not been to Maverick? There's like 12,000 different kinds in there right now. That's true. That's true. <laughs> There's Pepsi, Pepsi Free, Pepsi Cherry, Pepsi Diet Pepsi, Cherry Pepsi, Vanilla Pepsi, Diet Vanilla, Caffeine Free. Diet. There's already yeah. like 30. He's even got his Pepsi shirt on, man. He better be getting paid for this. Pepsi is gross in comparison to Diet Coke. I'd rather have Pepsi than Coke. Whatever. You're just saying. No, that. I'm dead serious. Well, you can go. F- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that I could do the Pepsi challenge. Oh. I'm just saying. Wait, what is the Pepsi challenge? It's where they poured blind Pepsi and Coke. Oh, you couldn't tell the difference? Most people couldn't. Do you not remember this no. this whole ad How campaign? How could you not tell the difference? They it's didn't, such a huge they, difference. I know it's a fucking big difference. <laughs> they asked people which one was their favorite, and people would obviously think that it was Coke, but then they would choose Pepsi. This was a whole campaign. Yeah, I don't remember. But That's why it's called that the Pepsi Was that before Challenge. or after they were slipped $100 to <laughs> say the right answer? No, you would do it live. They were everywhere, man. It was in the early 2000s. you go like to a bowling alley. Oh, and this Coke tastes terrible. <laughs> you go to a. They, they shouldn't have put salt water inside the coke. <laughs> you'd go to like a bowling alley and there'd be a guy there and he would pour you two and you'd taste them and you'd say, which one do you like this better? This is actually the original coke recipe. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you taste the cocaine? <laughs> because it was Pepsi gambled on the taste of their product and they won. You remember Claire Pepsi? Yeah, for sure. Who doesn't remember? Crystal I'm Pepsi. pretty sure all. Oh yeah, Crystal. I'm pretty sure all sodas could be Crystal because they add coloring to make it. Oh, for sure. Brown. Yeah, it's too weird. It's too weird to drink something that tastes like a cola, but it have it be. That's why. That's why it doesn't Crystal look Pepsi like a cola. I remember getting a bottle for free when I was like eight or yeah. something. Uh, the oldest dates of the 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 cans from 1948. Hmm, interesting. Is that did Pepsi ever have cocaine in it? No, it had pepper. Pepsi cane? <laughs> Oxycontin? Uh, <laughs> you take Coke to get up, Pepsi to take down. <laughs> Let's see here. I uh, had a wall of Mountain Dew cans. Oh, in my yeah, room. I remember that. Yeah. Not different. I liked them all the same, facing the exact same direction. Man, these stories all suck. Just give me one more random one. Just because it's got to be random. All right, here we go. International Bikini Day celebrates skimpy bathing suits since 1964. It's when they debuted. Debuted? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? 
we've done 130 episodes. This isn't the first time that you've had a problem with that word. Debut. 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 It's actually debut. Debut. <laughs> this is the debut. It. <laughs> this is. It's definitely not the first time. Why are you looking at porn? On <laughs> I'm, I'm bored with this story, so I looked at some porn. <laughs> International Bikini Day, celebrated annually on July 5th, which is something I totally knew. I totally knew that. Marks the anniversary of the day French designer Louis... <laughs> I'm tired because... <laughs> is it is it Louis Vuitton? No. <laughs> it's... It's <laughs> it's a... It's a Riard... Re- R-E-A-R-D, but my brain put a T in it. <laughs> <laughs> you are very tired. You are Louis, very tired right now. Louis Riard <coughs> debuted, <laughs> debuted his two-piece bathing suit. What year? 1946. Oh, interesting. Uh, the holiday celebrates the anniversary of the bikini first being sold to the public uh, in 1946. The bathing suit takes its name from... Bikini Atoll, the coral reef in the Marshall Islands, where the United States began testing nuclear weapons four days before the bathing suit's debut. Shut up. That's really in the description. Here it is right here. First bikini, 1946. It's hot. And she's drinking a Pepsi, if you look close enough. (laughs) (laughs) Is she? No, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Jacques Hem, another French designer, released a two-piece bathing suit. Jacques. Uh, dubbed the Atom in 1932, but Riard's bathing suit was considerably smaller and more closely resembles the modern bikini, mm. which a lot of people may not know this, which closely resembles just regular underwear. <laughs> <laughs> not back then, though. Oh, I guess not. Yeah, the, it's, that's interesting. So bikini-style underwear were invented after. Do we, do we know that? I'm just, I'm. I don't know. Postulating. All right. When Both styles of swim- swimwear were considered controversial and were banned in many places for years. Look at that. Just like the burkini. Yeah. Banned. <laughs> the two-piece bathing suit was later popularized by celebrities. I've never known celebrities to make things popular. Bridget Bardot and Marilyn Monroe in the 60s. Other holidays and observances for July 5th include Mechanical Pencil Day, National Apple Turnover Day, National Graham Cracker Day, National Workaholics Day, and Work Without Your Hands Day. Right. Which a lot of people might not know for people with hands, without hands. <laughs> That's every, every day. day. <laughs> I just Googled when was bikini underwear invented. And Google pulled me this result. The 1960s saw the development of matching bra and brief sets, disposable paper panties, and the bikini brief. In the 1990s, a new fashion for thong underwear became popular. Disposable paper panties. Why is that for when you, why would you need that? Disposable paper panties? And why? I, I'm assuming it's for like when they're, maybe when a woman's on their period, maybe. Because the tampon wasn't invented till, it was like, it was like 2002. <laughs> the tampon took forever. Now, to I'm be. not very smart, but I know that's not true. <laughs> it's just later than you think. The, like women's hygiene products were just shit on like it yeah when was tampon? was it what was it a wrapped up sheet before then it, yeah for real 1931 menstrual tampons and feminine hygiene devices usually made for absorb from absorbent cotton that are temporarily inserted into the vagina for yeah, absorbing but a woman's pads blood. were probably around before the tampons sure 
Sure. But it was probably just like a disposable, like, wrap that up, you know, and leave it in the bottom of your disposable paper underwear. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a woman, but I don't, I'm trying to think why Excuse else you would me. want disposable. Do you, have, do you have a spare disposable underwear? <laughs> Does we look? Disposable paper panties. Let's see if I can find what the purpose was here. Who invented menstrual pads? Um, well, it says here there are records of feminine hygiene that date back to the early Egyptian times. Now, we know that would have been created by aliens. Well, the but Egyptians were super women liberal. Women use rudimentary materials for protecti- protection like rags, sheep's wool, cotton, and even live rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was a good one, man. <laughs> That one got me. <laughs> I looked over at you so fast. <laughs> oh, it had to have been. It has to be for periods. I don't know. I can't find anything, but that's that has to be. I don't know why else you'd want paper panties. I don't know. The sound? You want, <laughs> you want paper? Oh, you hear that? She's oh. wearing she's wearing paper panties. That's hot. Can you imagine wearing like paper briefs? Oh. They would <laughs> no, just you would chafe i'll just hurt we should try it for a day no i'm good let's make one <laughs> the paper uh, we'll call it construction paper <laughs> crepe i prefer creepy paper <laughs> crepe paper tissue paper so that's oh, extra man. breezy yeah oh man it's called the uh paper brief challenge and the paper manufacturers you would stay at bowling alleys and try and get you to see which one was which Did it just break when you when you sat down would it just <laughs> yeah probably yeah, I don't get it. There's no flex. I don't get it. There's no flex. Anyway, it's late. Oh. Let's call it. Was that three stories? Yep. Are you just saying that? No, you're done. You're done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here, everybody. Remember, you can get your uh, shitballs and fuck SBNF hat <laughs> or shirt at theartakepodcast.com right now. You can al- also get your BNSF hat, the Burlington Northern Santa Fe Railroad, at their website or on eBay bnsf.rr and a lot of people may not know this but there used to be a railroad called burlington northern and one named santa fe railroad and they merged and created why are BNSF. you why are you talking about this where <laughs> well it's the same letters i thought it was a train like you're an aviation buff where do the railroads come I don't into know. This? who doesn't love trains i love trains but i don't know all the railroads that's weird anyway BNSF. Find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, or thearcticpodcast.com for one, episode 130. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. See you next time. <laughs>